welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Welcome, everybody. It is January 12th, 2024, and do you know that today is National Hot Tea Day? Well, whenever we see something is about tea, that means we've got to call the diva. Diva Linda Kassam, uh, she's a food, wine, travel writer. She's known as the food, wine, shopping diva. She's on our show every first Saturday here on Big Blend Radio, but she loves tea. She loves wine. I don't know which one. She likes salsa and hot things, too, and sparkles. But um, tea is a big deal. And so we were like, oh, we've got to call Linda. She's got to come on the show and talk about her tea adventures around the world. Um, everything we talk about, if there's a link to it, uh, uh, you know, articles that she's written, um, we're going to have that in the show notes. So um, check out the show notes. So welcome back, Diva Linda. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Hey, so T, 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 and everyone all in good taste.info is where you can follow Diva Linda as well. But um, when, I mean, I know wine, that's how we met you was at the beginning of you were working in the wine region and Temecula, Fallbrook, but I didn't know you were so into tea at that time. I was like, Linda knows wine. She taught us all about wine, but um, <laughs> was tea before the wine? Tea was way before the wine, way before the wine, because when I went into wine, all I knew about it was communion wine and uh, sweet wines. And then I became a director of a wine region, and I quickly learned all of the ins and outs and my taste change, which they, which they do. You start sweet with wine, and then you uh, follow through until you hit the dry stuff. So, uh yeah, so tea is always from the time I was small till the time now. Tea, tea, mm. tea. I love tea. Yeah, and you've you've had tea from around the world and traveled the world. You're, you know, how many countries do you think you've been to now and had tea in? Like, if you think about it, like oh lord, oh that's like a big at question. Least 10, maybe more. Yeah, at least more. And then there's always the tea that you have, like on oh, when you're going cruising and you're cruising by countries and. Tea on the airplane as you're going over countries. Yeah, lots, lots, lots. Well, tea, you know, when we lived in, you know, obviously Kenya. Kenya, we actually lived um, as p- what was part of the plant. Well, Karen is a suburb of Nairobi, Kenya. And so we lived in what was the servants' quarters. It was a nice little cottage house and all, you know, fixed up and everything. Um, on Karen Blixen. So if everyone's watched Out of Africa, the movie. Um, hey, well, I'm going to put that as a movie of the day. How about that? For this? so that who has not watched Out of good. Africa or read that book? Have you watched it with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep? Um, no, very romantic. No, that's oh, not one. I, no, huh? Oh, I, I'm well, writing it down though. Yeah, yeah. Karen Blixen. Right, she's an, she, fantastic writer. Uh, she is from Denmark. Yeah, and went over to. Kenya married the Baron who had syphilis and it's a whole other story. Anyway, we don't need to talk about tea and syphilis in the same <laughs> sentence, right? But she was a very strong woman and um, she had this plantation. She ran the farm while he was off, you know, doing whatever he was doing. Yeah. And then she, she, you know, she had her lover, which was Robert Redford in the movie. Um, so Meryl Streep mm. played, you know, Karen Blixen and I got to go look up her her actual real name. But anyway, so the the community we lived in, Karen, was part of what her tea plantation farm was. So we lived amongst tea. 
and it was like a little farming beautiful community now you mm. like it's it's ritzy now man that's you gotta yeah when you google karen nairobi look at real estate <laughs> like, i'm like that's not okay. what it was like when we were there but um so tea was a really big deal because everything was very colonial british same thing when we lived in south africa but again you've got the dutch connection and then and german british so all of those um you know cultures drank tea and when we lived in england obviously it was a big deal but if anything happened usually it ended up like if there was drama or any kind of life things it the first thing anybody did was put the kettle on is that something that happened in this country was putting the kettle on because i always thought american was coffee versus tea yeah, no, I, I don't remember that at all. I, not at all. Really? I just remember that it was. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I, I remember that um, the hook for me was my mother took me to a tea, a formal tea, when I was about seven or eight, nine, right around then. And I thought, oh, I didn't understand what I was seeing and tasting, but actually what it was was I liked the pairing of the tea to the goodies, all the things, you know, the three the three tiers of things, and sandwiches, scones, and desserts, and, and how well the tea went with it, and how fun it was to be, to dress up and go with friends, and everybody's laughing and having a wonderful time, and that just continued on right up to today, so, uh, you know, that's, the formality of going to tea is one of my favorite things to do, and, mm. um, and I now drag my husband <laughs> with me the first time he went he said well this is good but when does it when does the, when does the um, main meal come said, no, no this is this is it the three tiers and and the the two types of teas and and that's it um but i love tea uh, most of my relationships as i was uh, growing up and uh further on we're built around people who like tea, like to go to tea, like to try tea, like to buy tea. Um, those are the type of people that I like, and uh, you seem to be no different. You you know you know all about tea, and it makes fun to talk to you about it. And um, and I like to write about it, and like to taste it, and I like to expand my knowledge of it, and my uh, actually my taste buds as well. They're very much like wine. When you first start, you like. Uh, maybe just uh, maybe the free stuff, and uh, and as you go along, your uh, taste buds sort of uh, evolve. And uh, at this point, mm. you may even begin to like earthy, urban. I call them urban teas. Um, you know, they taste like grass and and so forth. So, uh, you know, it, mm. tea is just a wonderful journey, and and you can share it with your friends, and that and that's the best. Yeah, you know, it it is about sharing. And I have to go back on the whole thing on Karen Blixen because she had coffee and tea. Tea was definitely grown in Kenya, but it was coffee mostly. Mm -hmm. I don't know why my brain went there, but tea was such a, well, tea was more readily available in in Africa. So tea was like a standard and, um, and they really liked tea sweet there. I mean, they poured sugar like sometimes like a third of a cup. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I mean, it, it was tea. Tea was huge, and it was the British who really? And the I think that you know the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you've been through you know Europe, Denmark, Holland, all of those areas. Was yeah. tea a big deal yeah. for them too? 
Um, yeah, you know, at first, when I first started traveling, um, you know, 15 years ago or so, um, it was it was just mostly tea. You know, coffee was something that you could ask for and get, and it didn't taste very good. And then it evolved. You know, Starbucks, of course, made a huge difference all over the world as to people tasting uh, different types and more of a blended drink or a, a sweet drink or whatever. But um, and a social and, and making tea, making coffee more social. But they also have a tea bar as well. And um, I think tea is, tea and coffee now uh, in Europe are probably neck and neck, depending on which country you're in. I'm not sure if you go to Italy, they're going to be all that excited about serving you tea. But, uh, you know, you can always find it. You know, the tea part, too, um, South Africa was uh, rooibos tea, which is red bush tea. It's bush tea. And it's not really, it's not the same as like like then you've got green tea white tea black tea oolong yep, all yep. of that is kind of connected in a family yep but the rooibos yep. is like a bush almost like a herbal tea but it is so powerful yes. as an antioxidant and i love yep. my rooibos tea now i i wish we had some yeah. right now i want some um yeah i you know i think that's something everybody should try if you haven't tried that you should um, you know, because you start with black tea, you always start with black tea and then you go on to the others. And especially if you get into, if you're traveling or you have an Asian community, those teas are fabulous as well, which brings us to uh, the Japanese garden here in Arizona that mm-hmm. I love to go to. I, the first time I understood about Japanese tea, I was in Japan and it was a whole ceremony thing and and at breakfast it was tea and it was beautifully presented and you know it's, it was once again it's very social and um and so now i can find that same thing the tea houses the tea drama um the tea mm. ceremonies and uh in fact i have one coming up in may uh, and it's no longer inexpensive it's um the one i'm going to in may is about two hours long it's the formal ceremony and uh, it's over a hundred dollars to go to this thing. Wow, that's like when you went to Starbucks and yeah. paid them a hundred bucks so they could pick your brain. Yeah, the roastery, <laughs> the roastery. Yes, you are absolutely right. So, you know, it just depends on where you go, and you don't wow. have to. I'm very excited that go. I, this year, I went to uh, see in the fall. I went to the tea exhibition. In Seattle Center, that was huge. And they oh, were wow. All floors, yeah, all like a hundred, I don't know, of tea um, entities, um, vendors there. And they're, they were all very different. So, uh, like Lipton was not there, but I uh, was really, and a lot of Asian ones, which are, if you can get into that kind of tea, those are lovely teas. Those are mm. generally very smooth. More the, the Asian that tea, you're talking about. Actually. I- are mostly like the green and the white teas, right? Um, then that is correct. India, we go into, um, and our our book of the day is going to be um, by Nandita Godbol, who was on our show, Godboli. Oh, I'm not going to say it right. Um, yes. In her book, Seven Pots of Tea, an Ayurvedic Approach to Sips and Nosh. And I love the whole practice of Ayurveda because it's a, thing. Yeah. And yeah. they really use tea as a 
part of medicine and she's got a good recipe on there for making yep. Sulaimani chai. I'm not pronouncing anything correctly. Sorry, everyone, but it's yeah. there. And, and, <laughs> and I'm going to link to it so you can listen to it. But, you know, she was talking about how it goes with your body makeup and who you are yep. and yep. what ta- year of yep. your life, um, the different doshas of Ayurveda, right? So kapha, yep. pitta, it was right. a kapha, pitta and, um, vata. And, um, yeah. So I yeah. thought that was so much fun and what a beautiful book, right? With yeah, all the recipes. Because you yeah, never think to... about recipes, you know? Yeah. Well, the, once again, if you get into this, it's, it's a lot like wine. Tea and food pairing is really special because when they match, they are just spectacular. Um, you know, it's mm. just a mm. wonderful thing. I, and and she, as I remember, had a lot of uh, talk about what goes with what tea and, and how mm-hmm. hot the tea should be and all that sort of thing. So that, it's a wonderful book. Good good for you for um, supporting her and in, in spotlighting that because that's a great book. Oh, you brought her to the table, literally. <laughs> you brought it you know, on. And, um, you know, we actually we heard her on NPR one day when we were drive, you know, driving somewhere. I'm like, I yeah, know yeah. Andita. And I was like, she was on NPR. I know, yeah. I know. That's it's yeah. She should it's, be. I mean, she's a, oh, she's amazing. Smart as she, she can be. Yeah, and she does wonderful photography and everything. The book is absolutely yep. exquisite. And you know, speaking of NPR, yep. when we first started the show, and I think you were on like some of the very first podcasts we ever did. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. God, seventeen years years, Linda. We're all younger now. We are all way younger. Wow. Um, but wow. Um, wiser, and um, she. It wasn't her, but I remember we interviewed a lady about her Tennessee tea cakes and they sent us the tea cakes and this was, and then they, they actually ran the interview on, on one of the public local public stations. People are calling me, but like, we heard you on NPR. I'm like, I'm not on NPR. Like that's not, you know, anyway, these tea cakes. So the pairing like tea cakes. Yeah, I know the British like scones yep. and everything, but these tea cakes from Tennessee. Yep. Oh yep. my! Oh, They're quite yeah, yeah. wonderful. Yep. Yeah, mm. yeah. See, there's a thing <laughs> that pairing is fantastic. So, you recently uh, went to the Empress. Um, you had tea there, and that's uh, something we covered uh, not too long ago, last summer. Uh, afternoon tea that's at right. the Empress Hotel. So, the food. Like you get that whole, I mean, that's a lot of food <laughs> for a pot it's of It's a tea. lot of food and, and more importantly, it's a, a, a very large experience. It's really, I try to go every year. My husband and I own a boat and in the summers we run around Canada and Washington State and so forth. And so we try to get into um, uh, Victoria because the harbor is that's a whole other thing it's really an interesting thing to stay in the harbor and then walk across the street to the hotel and the hotel is elegant the tea is elegant um uh, the, the staff makes it so nice and elegant and it's very slow and if you can slow yourself down which americans have a hard time doing and uh you know i mean if you just run through the food and run through the tea you know, you can be done in a half an hour, but, uh, you know, take an hour and a half, two hours to do this. It's just beautiful, and um, usually they have a piano playing, and it's one of my favorite places. I picked the one that I went to 
in Scotland was also was one of my favorites. It had a, 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 a chandelier and the and the beautiful pouring of the teas where they I don't know how they do this, but they have a large pot of tea, and somehow they they take it way above the teacup and pour it into the teacup, and somehow it doesn't splash over. But it's a beautiful presentation. That's the important wow. point. And the food the food generally is the same. Um, you know, each country does their own spin on it. But uh, did you know that the French are really big into tea as well? No, I, think I have no clue. Of all the teas, I sort of like, yeah, I sort of like French teas. They're very, very smooth. Wow. And, and they've been um, they've been growing and changing and adapting. And um, they're quite wonderful as well. So uh, mm. everywhere we go, we try to have a, a high tea someplace. Mm. And uh, and it's always it's always wonderful. But high tea. I'm so sorry that the high teas are um, so expensive. Mm. I mean, you can pay 125, 150 dollars per person. Wow. But I remember when we were in England and uh, probably Ireland as well. You can find little tea shops to go to and just have your cup of tea and and buy one or two things to eat with it. You know, it's an experience. It's fun. As a kid, I remember that when we, we, because we lived in England and we went to England, Scotland, Wales, and I made sure to go to every single castle. That was my thing as a kid. I want to go to every castle. (laughs) There's a little diva in me somewhere there, right? And, Mm -hmm. um, but I remember as a kid, I think we were in Wales and, you know, the whole tea thing. I mean, it was, it is, it's tradition and culture, right? So going in, it's like, you will do what, what the locals do. And I remember yeah, as a kid, yeah. my eyes bugging out because here comes, you know, I was like, who cares about the tea? I don't care about the tea, the coffee, but this <laughs> thing, that, you know, trays of, you know, meringues. Yeah. I remember the meringues yeah. and the, finger sandwiches <laughs> and the cook, like the scones. If we don't bring up scones, it would be in trouble. And I was a kid going and, yeah. and like, you know, those uh, lady finger uh, kind of what we'd say cookies, like lady fingers, yes. or like wafer kind of. Yes. And as a, yep. Oh, and Nancy had to like teach me about and remind me about manners. Like you will <laughs> sit on your hands at the table yeah. <laughs> because uh-huh. I, I got so like, wow, you know, because it, you didn't see that yeah. much of that in Africa, you know. So that, but then yeah. in South Africa, yeah. it was it. Everybody stopped for tea at three o'clock, four in the afternoon. Tea. I don't care where you, and I don't care how hot it is. It was hot tea and iced tea. I've, I don't. This country is all about iced tea, and I'm still not. I, I don't get it. But like, it's you know, <laughs> I, I can't, the yeah. first time I had iced tea was Long Island iced tea. And I'm just going to say it's a lot better that way. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, going back to the hot teas, the hot teas, um, this uh, was, I think it was last year. We, yeah, no, wow. Wow. We are getting, yeah. Uh, 2022, we did an interview um, with uh, Pratik and Nishal. Uh, They are the co-founders of Nepal Tea Collective. And they basically it's they want you to know who your farmers are. And we talked about what was going mm. on in regards to knowing your tea, because you can buy your grocery store things in a box. And this is night and day. When you get like go to an actual tea shop and you see the tea leaves and you're steeping the leaves themselves, right? Doing the real deal. Um, you've got to know where they're coming from. So sometimes the tea bag stuff isn't 
it's, you know, we have to kind of look at this experience like the farm to table movement, the slow movement of food. Right. It's the same thing with right. our teas, like right. our wines, right? Um, but they want, you know, the, the farmer and the tea came in actual bamboo baskets that you could reuse for anything. So they're all into sustainability. And when you open it up, it had a little package telling you about the farmers and a QR code you scan, and it will tell you who whose farm the tea came from. You can see the fa- family, the farm family who owned the who harvested all of that, and they even take people over to Nepal to have tea ex- excursions. And they are really all about supporting these farmers. So that link will be in the Empress Hotel and everything. All of that's in the show notes for everyone. But it, it to me. We should be looking at that, right, as how we consume tea, who we're supporting in that, you know? I would agree. It's much like coffee, um, you know, where they try to um, find the smaller farmers and that are not using, well, that are, are, are organic as possible and so forth. And I think it's important to uh, support small farmers everywhere mm. and, um yeah, I think really important, actually. And so I've been uh, investigating lately tea bags. And I think mm. I've decided that the organic cotton, the hand-weaved cotton, are the best. The ones that are put together by hand. And they have little string oh. on them, and they're biodegradable. And, and the French are good at this. And um, you can, But you can find them. You have to... Um, you know, it's one of those things we have to look, and if you go into a proper tea store, they'll either give you your tea in little tins so you can take it home and mm-hmm. scoop it like you were just talking about. Or if you're not one of those that enjoy that, some people don't like that. They don't like the fact that you open the tin and some of the tea goes, you know, popping out, or if you um, have a little tin so there good. And, and you somehow, yeah, it does mm-hmm. smell so good, but boy, when it spills, it's just, it's a pain. So, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, our organic cotton tea bags are lovely, hmm. and you don't have to feel bad about throwing them away. And um, I think it's um, yeah, one of the you have to just spend a little time and go to a proper tea store. Starbucks isn't going to do it, and uh, right. I'm gonna. I'm very excited because I'm going to do a um, an article for for you all. Uh, about uh, the tea trail in uh, Seattle area. There's a tea trail. Yeah, tea is wow. huge. Yeah, you've got trolls. Yeah. Well, tea. I don't know if there is, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I I don't know if there is a tea trail, but I'm going to make up a You're tea trail. You're making one. Some of the these, diva tea trail. I'm making one that I found um, through the, going to this Northwest Tea uh, Exhibition. Um, who knew? Who knew they were in Kirkland and they're in Ballard and they're here? It's kind of like the trolls. You got to really look yeah. for them, but once you find them, it's quite wonderful. I love this. I mean, it's I've I you know tea is just so there's a art to it. You know, there's a yes, there's a communication that goes with it. Like tea, it's a ritual actually. Like when I was talking about you know everyone at three o'clock, it was tea time. You know. And yeah. it was a ritual of taking a break, like siesta, right? You know, uh, you don't have to have the margarita. Yeah. Well, I, I like those too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but the tea, the tea thing, because I got into herbal teas big time. And in fact, that's how I stopped smoking cigarettes when I was 
naughty girl, uh-huh. um, was drinking peppermint tea. And um, and I, I had stopped smoking for a while. And then, of course, when I got into the world of music again, and uh, then that was not a good influence for me. But um, I became bad. And I can't. I, I can't. I, I'm one of these people with breathing issues and asthma from being born in L.A. and whatever. Oh, yeah. um, oh, so yeah, tea, peppermint tea, because it's very cleansing. Um, no caffeine, right? And so that was the other thing. You were yeah. used to smoking and drinking coffee. And so all of that had yep. to go. And so tea, two weeks, I wasn't allowed to see my friends or anything. I kind of hold myself up like it was like going to rehab for smoking because you're around. It's social. You know, it's a social, right. stupid, stupid thing that I did. Um, but peppermint tea is what because it's it's detoxing your body at the same time as being a, a little bit of a stimulant because it's peppermint. And um, it was that and other teas. and that got me off of um smoking cigarettes so if you're looking to quit smoking it's what was i replaced a habit right a bad habit with something good and a different ritual yeah Yeah. but it's the the togetherness i think is so interesting and you know how you go to these high teas right and you have the teapots and Mm -hmm. and the china and it's (laughs) delicate like Mm -hmm. i remember you going somewhere and Mm -hmm. you're like I have to have a gold rimmed teacup. And I'm like, oh, you are such a diva, diva Linda. <laughs> but it's true. I want to hear about this because well, don't you have a yeah, collection of teapots? I do. I do. Oh, oh, Lord. I have many. I have many, many teapots. And I used to have in one of my homes. We move a lot, but I used to have one of my homes, a tea room. It was, I think it, they made it maybe as a breakfast room or but I turned it into my tea room and and of course my my uh tea stuff just exploded at that point everybody in the world gave me a a teapot and I have so beautiful beautiful ones I they tend to be seasonal so I have a one for Halloween one for Easter one for the new year one for of course Christmas you know it it just goes on New Year's um fireworks day yeah so I they're all like that. I mean, and then I have nutcrackers to match. So it's cool. Oh, I love nutcrackers. Quite an well, no, there's yeah, a better breakfast in Oregon, mm-hmm. in Willamette, a Tuscan mm-hmm. B&B, a Tuscan in, um, she's in Willamette area, uh, in uh, Med, no, McMinnville, excuse me, I'm getting there, McMinnville, Oregon. Oh, yeah. And she has a yeah. nutcracker collection and she came on a show and of course I got the giggles because, you know, stupid. And oh, <laughs> so, God. you know, <laughs> but, but she was like, I have a nutcracker collection and I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, there's the feminist movement <laughs> for you, <laughs> but no, it's uh, pretty well, impressive. No, it's like this lady has a nutcracker collection and in England that was a big deal because the nutcrackers were like from the nutcracker suite like the little men yeah and do you know what I'm talking yeah. about those, those yes, wow. I do. yeah yeah well you know yeah. this you see I told you about Diva Linda having to be on this show um for hot tea <laughs> so um and it's not just you know we don't want cold tea we want we're hot man we're hot tea people here but what is with the gold rim what is that about so someone told me, and I guess they, one of my friends who were, who's also very much into tea, and she was doing, uh, we used to write together a tea and coffee newsletter, and she was doing some kind of research for something and came across this um, article that said that a gold-rimmed teacup would make the tea taste better. 
And there was some scientific part to that, but I can't remember what it was. So um, then starts uh, the imagination and then starts the want and the desire to, to try it or to have it. And uh, so somebody, I was talking to somebody else and they sent me one. But if you look and try to find a, a true gold, either a gold teacup or a, a heavily gold rimmed teacup, they're very expensive. So mine is very tiny. But it's mm-hmm. um, it's mighty, and uh, and I don't know if it changed the taste of the tea or not, but it was fun. You know, it's just another tradition, another journey, something to try. I love this. And what about um, your daughter? I know you and your daughter go to high teas quite a bit, right? Like Mother's Day, and um, yes. you've had some special yeah, ones. Day but yeah, I, which is nice. See that, but that was for little girls. It used to be having a tea party, didn't you? Have tea parties as a little girl. You know, I, you know. Oh, yes. And we, and she grew up, we grew up, she grew up in um, Seattle area. Oh. And of course that, you know, has a colder season and there are many, um, for, at that time there were several teeth things you could go to. And it's the same thing. They get enamored with dressing up and, and then, the, you know, the adults are there and the children are there. And, you know, in, in Seattle there's a large range of things that you can mm-hmm. do with tea, even more today. Uh, you know, there's tea tastings now, tea pairings, tea, you name it. I mean, it's just like wine. You know, there's a there's a class for everything. And so every year, for the last several years, my daughter has purchased a uh, tea advent cal- calendar for me. And um, and it's really wonderful. She chooses the, the tea company, and then, we, you know, I try it for 24 days. And this is really a good suggestion. If you're looking at hot teas and you don't really know, the, you know, you don't want to buy a lot of one thing or another because maybe you won't like it. So the advent, each day is a different tea. And the okay. company puts it together. This year she gave me French teas. And... Okay. Um, Oh, they're so smooth and so wonderful and such a variety from, just like we said, herbal to a little sweeter, fruity. I tend to like, I like fruity teas a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they're true fruit, I don't want, I don't want a flavoring. I want a fruit. Today, like hibiscus flowers. Oh, that's flower tea. Yeah. Hibiscus. The flower, yes. But it has to be the real one. Yeah. Today, yeah, I'm doing green tea, flowers, and red fruit. So this, I just, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, that's gonna a be nice wonderful. Balance. This is, that's a really nice thing. So anyway, um, if you are thinking about getting into hot tea and you remember this, either give one of these Advent tea calendars away and just go on the, go on um, your internet and just uh, uh, Google it and see what comes up. But, um, and I've and now I've had so many, but this year, this, uh, it's called Palais de Teas, and it means Palace of Teas, and such wonderful tea, I'm telling you. So, anyway, it's a good thing to give to somebody who likes or wants to know about tea or for yourself. 24 tea, days of fabulous 24 tea. days. Oh, I love that. And, and 24. Um, yeah. I remember having this, I'm just thinking, because the blend, I love the blends, like going in, to a proper shop and getting yeah. like herbal blends yeah. and being yeah. able yeah. to even choose what you yeah. wanted and like a t- a tisane yeah. is it a tisane tisane I don't know how to pronounce it um tisane yeah. and yeah. and it's yeah. so you're sitting there and see- seeping and you can see the colors come out and 
you know, it's kind of trippy hippie, yes. right, on that level. But yes, um, yes. when you've got, like, the actual cardamom in there, you can see the actual, I mean, you can yes. use, like, cinnamon sticks and things like, I mean, th- there was this one tea. I remember this shop. I just, I wish I could remember where I was. But it was, like, they did a little bit of peppermint tea. By the way, very good for your digestion, too, because it's a detoxer, um, detoxifying, yeah. you know. Um but yes. and tea is really good for your body. You don't want to drink it too hot. You want to have almost room temperature. It's like an interesting thing about Ayurveda too. They say warm tea is better than cold ice. That's not good for your body. For your because now your body yep. doesn't know how to process ice. It knows how to process food yep. and liquid that is your body temperature, which is interesting. And now I'm feeling like I have to go on a whole new tea kick. Um, but anyway, this tea <laughs> they had like a dark chocolate not sweet with a little mint and some other things in there like a cardamom or something you know oh that must have been fabulous i've not had that that sounds fabulous i want to know where it was oh my gosh it was on some you know travel thing you know that we did some media trip or something and i went oh my gosh this is amazing we need this so um i want that you ever find that you let me know yeah oh my gosh Oh my gosh, now I can't stand it. And I used to do things like put chili powder, like chilies, not even powder. Yes. Like if you're in a mind, yep. you can do yep. it. That's not as good. But actually put yep. a chili in your tea with peppermint. Oh, yeah, kick it up a notch. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, I'm wonderful. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> this is ah, bad. so much to do. And oh, if you're going to have great. tea, this you must great. have cake. You must have those tea cakes. You're allowed. But there's so many things. I know. And, oh, yeah. We need to do a I'm going to have thing. to look the temp. Yeah, yeah we oh. should do a caring thing. And, uh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we need. That's a good, good idea. Okay, so uh, one thing I want to do is uh, we always do our quote of the day. And since it's tea day, I got into all these quotes. And um, they always say, have a cup of positivity. Ha <laughs> ha. I think that's cute. But, oh, um, that's, that's cute. That's cute, right? Um, but I like this yeah. because of the actual ritual of of communication. Like tea gets people through things. You know, you sit down at the table, mm-hmm. have those kitchen tea yeah. conversations, right? Um, but yeah. I love this one from Alexandra Stoddard. And her quote is, the art of tea. I love that because the art of tea is an art. Um, the mm-hmm. art of tea is a spiritual force for us to share. I believe that for sure. It is. Oh my gosh. That is it's a lovely. Ritual, isn't it? That calming, you, you know, don't it just pour the is. tea. It's how it's being poured. Like, especially in, in the, you know, the Asian cultures, right? Isn't it? It's like that slow pour and, you know, even oh. how you, I mean, we used to, cool tea by pouring it in your plate pouring it back into the cup and all kinds of stuff but there is a spiritual i think art and spirituality go hand in hand so that's the quote of the day do you approve diva linda i love it i do good choice so so long as you approve so then the book of the day we've got that (laughs) so everyone that's in the show notes the movie of course we've got to do tea for two and I can't get that song out of my head now. Yeah. For two, da, da. Darcy <laughs> do Day is going to no, be in my head all day. Yeah. Who, 
Dart stay singing all day long in my head is not possibly like what I want. But we do have Cat <laughs> Stevens, uh, Yusuf, uh, T for the Tillerman. So we can put that as a maybe another thing. But T for two yes. is, a movie, is good. Um, yes. And so I think good. we did good here. We did good. We got everything we did wrapped very up. Very good. I love so it. So exciting. It. It's such an exciting, it's such an exciting journey that you can either do by yourself or with your friends. So I hope you'll enjoy what I find up in uh, the Washington, Seattle area and their um, tea trail up there. So we'll see Very how that goes. I can't wait. I can't wait. The last time you did one on dumplings, remember? The Richmond, that was British. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, oh tea gosh, and dumplings sound good together. Oh, oh they that's are. a whole oh, new thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love jasmine mm. tea. Oh, you guys can have that jasmine. day and night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, perfect. Both all right, now that we're all, now I know you're going to go have tea now, right? I'm going to have to go make tea, <laughs> and, and I need it. So there it is. I'm going to go. I wish I could find that, <laughs> that tea. I want it because it was a proper, oh, man, I will never. It's like when you find a It'll good mole or a good sauce, a good salsa, you know how we are. Um, yes. Yes. So now, um, yesterday's show was about Arkansas because it's National Arkansas Day on January 11th. Mm-hmm. And you know what Nancy found out? That Arkansas created fried pickles. And, of course, I had to bring you up on the show. I was like, Dave oh. Linda, my friend's going to love this. Oh. Fried pickles in Arkansas. Oh. oh. Well, I so just what? found out there's a chain here in Arizona called Cheeseburgers and Beer. And it gets such wildly great reviews. I finally decided to go. And guess what was on their menu? Fried pickles. pickles. Ooh. Guess what about it? They were I out know, because you're... it was so popular. <gasps> really? That's I'll rude. Be back. And yeah, Well, yeah, yeah. But they shouldn't be doing that when the divas <laughs> come into town. I mean, come on. That's right. That's right. But no, I'm but that's Coles exciting. Yep. That's exciting. I mean, fried pickles are good. Listen, anything fermented yep. I'm in. Do, what do you think about tea... <laughs> As cocktails, like toddies, like I've done toddies, you know, being sick or whatever, having a good tea toddy. So when yeah, it's hot, I haven't, mocked, I haven't had uh, one. Yeah, I haven't had one that I really thought, uh, you know, I would do this again. But you know, that's that's a new type of thing, and I'm sure somebody's gonna, you know, find the find the key to to the right pairing, and that'll be wonderful. That'll be fun. What about I mean, as you yeah, said, long, mocktails using tea? Yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. I bet that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I bet it is. Who have knew? you had tea? Uh, before you go, have you had tea that is that they do as a Keurig? Like, here's your Keurig cup. Instead of using coffee, they do tea. Have you tried that? Oh, I have. Yes, a long time ago. Um, All right. Water you, you've already answered. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because no, it's in plastic. So it's in plastic. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, not so much. No, it's not. I've done it, I think, in a hotel or something or somewhere we were staying. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's not, not. It um, gets bitter. I think that, you know, you fry the leaves and that's it or whatever it is. Oh, that's right. That's what we're doing. There's no coming back. Yeah, you're scalding them and they're they're being, you don't like it. And I love, I want the actual leaves. I want to see the leaves. I want to smell the leaves. I want to feel them in my fingers. And, Um, the other yeah. thing about that is you can read your tea leaves. That's what Nancy does. You know, Hot Mama Babushka, she does that on shows once in a while. Oh, tea yeah. Leaves. Reading tea Ooh. leaves, come on, little gypsy stuff. Yeah, yeah. We like the gypsy oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had that done. That's fun. Have you? Yeah. You're looking <gasps> at it going, what? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's big. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably in Seattle, I think. Yeah, but I probably should have had it done in Hungary or Budapest or one of those. I bet that yeah, maybe that's because our family food. roots are Hungarian, so we kind of lean to that yes. stuff. So, huh? Oh, well, can't. that's a whole other. That's a whole other show. Well, I can't wait for your <laughs> adventures in Seattle, talking about the tea trail. So yeah. this was very serendipitous. Everyone keep up with Diva Linda up on Blend Radio and TV.com and also go to her website, allingoodtaste.info. Always fun. And she's always on our show every first Saturday. But when we saw it was National Hot Tea Day, you got to call the diva. You know, it's a whole gotta day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks this so much. wonderful. People. I had so much fun. Me too. Me too. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.